Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. You're listening to Causeway Street. Enjoy the show, man. It's always good. Where are we going? You guys are such homeless. It's your boy Terry here. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe, Sway, Joel, and Sean. Back in with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast, your favorite Celtics podcast. Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra in the building. And we have a very special guest that's joined us. He's made his trip all the way down to our studios. His name is Tim Tunis. We always talk about Tim every once in a while. We throw Tim's name out there because uh, he's a diehard uh, Suns fan, covers the Suns. He actually covers the entire NBA as a uh, sports writer for sportsblog.com. Tim Tunis is in the building, and uh, it's going to be a very interesting show because Tim is very opinionated when it comes to breaking down the uh, NBA, especially the Western Conference. So we'll get into that. Uh, We'll, of course, talk about the Celtics' recent loss against the Spurs, uh, the three-game road trip, which was you couldn't ask for a better result out of of those three games. I mean, you got a a three-game sweep. But, of course, we've got to talk about what happened in that second half against the Spurs and uh, why they were – why they were – Pretty much outplayed. I mean, there's no other way to put it, right, guys? I mean, but it was a three and one on the three and one on the road trip. Three and one on three the four and, three games. And oh, we you talked. Mean. Three, three and one since we talked. Last. Three and one since we talked. Okay, right. So what happened Friday though? Why couldn't we see that Celtics team in the second half that we saw throughout those first three games? Oh, well, the, 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 the last Spurs, three games the going Spurs, into that. The Spurs are a good team, though. Well, that's it. Well, I'm well, not well, saying they're not a good team, Sean. The Spurs are a great team. That's why. That's why I think you saw us go up. Okay. By the way, when the when the game started, that trip to fan hangover that I well, talked about uh, let's, last week. Let's, 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 let's start off with that. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Hope everybody enjoyed their, 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 their turkey day. They enjoyed that turkey. You know, maybe the Celtics enjoyed a little bit too much. I don't think they did. I think they came out rip-roaring, ready to go. But then the hang, then the, it, it came then it seeping in it. later. Uh, that's what happens. That was probably the best first quarter we've seen out of the Celtics. Definitely the best first quarter of the oh, season. Oh, yeah. I mean, they made – by the way, Easily. Yeah. her toss? Really? Hurtas? <laughs> that dude? That dude, did, he hasn't done anything all year, and somehow, all of a sudden, he comes to Boston, he's trying to be fucking 
Bonner? I don't even know. Tommy right, right. called him Bonner. Okay, all right. Before we go in depth with this game, and I'm going to introduce Tim Tunis in one second. I'm gonna, I know Tim is eager to speak. Like I say, he's very opinionated, very opinionated. But uh, first things first, guys, the College Street Podcast is sponsored by Blue Apron, whose mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Did you know that cooking together builds strong family bonds? Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Now, for less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals in perfect times for the holiday. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash causeway. That's blueapron.com slash causeway. Tunis, what do you? Uh, what, what, what's your take on this game? Because I know you watched the Celtics game I and did, you wanted to I react did, to it. I did. I did. Now, like Joel said, a lot of these teams have that Thanksgiving hangover almost. Right? You don't think the Spurs might have had that hangover where in the first 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 two quarters of the game couldn't right, quite get into that rhythm. That's why your boy came in. That guy who's done nothing. I can't even think of his name right now. That's how bad he is. Right? And then. You know, the team came out slow. The Spurs came out slow. Now, I, I respect the Celtics' defense. I do. That's the big team. That's a big part of their team. Yes. But at the same time, the Spurs, they're title contenders. Best defenses in the league can't necessarily guard them. I just think they might have came out slow, you know. And it didn't take them long to get back into it because at halftime it was – if I remember correctly, it was, it was a two under point a 10-point game. It was a two-point game. point game. Yeah, it was right? a two-point game. They fought their way back quick. Right, but that's why, I wanna, slow. that's why I want to go into talking about the second half. Because it was, the Celtics, one, it was a 1 o'clock game, too. So. The Celtics made crucial, crucial mistakes throughout that second half. And I want to talk about it specifically because I want to know if that's the sort of thing that's going to prevent this team from becoming a top contender in the league. Like, can this I, team I think maybe, avoid I think giving maybe, up so many offensive rebounds? I think maybe in the NBA – but when it comes to the Eastern Conference, I think they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals with the defense that they play, not basing not basing it on any any type of weakness. Yeah, but in, e- but even even after seeing that second half, though, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you're playing top notch team, but if you're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Spurs you're playing are the top two or three team in the league, right? Yes. If you're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't think you necessarily have to be a top two or three team in the league. Yeah, but I don't know, Tim. I mean, the, the effort you saw in that fourth quarter, I don't know if you're going to beat a team like the Toronto Raptors. It was, it was, like was almost Toronto like Raptors. they gave up. But you don't, you don't expect the Celtics under Brad Stevens to be given up like that in a fourth quarter. No. In the playoffs. Right. Especially someone, especially like, in especially the someone like Stevens who's been preaching about uh, effort. Blowout and, and or going not. For loose blowout balls. or not. In the playoffs, they're always going to be going 100%. I mean, yeah, they're going to go 100%, but, I mean, the last two years, where's that, where, where have they gone in, in terms of, of, of getting out of the first round? Yeah. They haven't reached that plateau yet. I, I, don't, know, I don't know if I can say the Celtics gave up. They definitely did not give up in that game. No, they didn't give up. To me, it's the, it's the lack of effort little, in that little, fourth quarter. The little, well, little mistakes. Well, yeah, I think it was more of a mistake type thing because like they, like David they, Lee was a dominant player in that game, which is ridiculous for David Lee to be a dominant player in any NBA game right now. Well, their big men weren't dominant at all. Marcus Aldridge, besides the uh, offensive rebound that he got towards the end, and Paul Gasol was a no-show. Well, Paul Gasol wasn't even on the Spurs that game, I don't feel. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, he was there. He, he came in, and I was like, oh, oh he Paul was there. Gasol's on the Spurs. I forgot about that. 
But he didn't do anything but all game. Saying, but it was it was David Lee. It was their bench, pretty much. Yeah, well, and you know why? Because I think they started off so they slow. They scored 56 points, the bench. Popovich isn't afraid to put his bench in any game. If he has to rely on his bench in, in any game, it doesn't matter, any regular season game, he's okay with it because he feels like, I think the same way that that Brad was feeling at the beginning of the season because it was his hand was forced, but it's it's okay to play your bench because you need to make sure they're going to be there for the for the main run at the end of the season. Yeah, when the when the starters aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, you got you got cats like Patty Mills coming in doing his yeah, thing. Patty Mills was on fire. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, David Lee had a double double. I think that was probably his best game of the season. Best game in like four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Call it what it was. Well, hold on. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Best game since that the was, finals uh, in 2015. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, finals that's, game. Yeah, you you can't forget about that finals yeah, game. Yeah, the last time we saw him play that well was in Golden State, and then made finals. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say and, that when he was wearing Celtics green, he did not play that. And um, well. oh, I wish you. I wish you guys were here. I wish you guys were at the game to hear all the stuff that people were saying <laughs> from the crowd. <laughs> and what, what was his name? Um, Burdens? Or? No. Hurtas. No, no, no. That was, is, is that how you pronounce it? Hurtas. No, it was, starts with a B, though. Hurtiotas? No. <laughs> no. Hurty. Yes, him. Hurtiotas. Him, the one that had everyone looking through their program to find out dude that who this like guy a, was from. Yeah, that dude guy. Dude looked like he just broke out of Brookline High School as a foreign <laughs> fucking exchange student. That dude. Yeah. Who the yeah. hell is that dude? Him. He had 15 points. Yeah, and, and he, he also averaged he, he, like one point a game this went, entire he year. He went three of five from behind from oh. behind the arc. He was crushing it. Isn't San Antonio known for finding foreign players That's that it, like, man. just do their jobs, Popovich, just do the roles? 56 that points from the bench, yeah. from San Antonio's bench. Popovich loves that foreign drug, whatever it is. <laughs> he finds it, and he knows everybody who— They're looking at players that no one is looking yeah. at or even knows who they are. He knows He knows where to find those dudes. Yeah, man, he's sending out is, people out there. Yeah. He's, got, he's got some spies. He's got some Russian spies. Probably. So does that, does that Why do you think he's so mad about Trump getting being president, man? Well, he's got those Russian oh, spies over he's there. He's upset. And Trump makes an appearance for, what's it, the fifth straight episode. Hey, welcome to Trump America. It only baby. took you, what, 15 minutes, huh? Trump America. That's it. But, all right, back to my question. Does this guy, does this performance, the second half performance scare you guys in, in thinking that if they're playing against the Toronto Raptors or if they're playing against any other top contending team in the East and if they perform the way they did in the fourth quarter, will that prevent them from becoming the top or, or, or a team that could get into the second or third rounds in, in, in the playoffs. Well, that's no. been the hold on. That's been a problem though all season. They can't play four good quarters. It's always they start off bad in the first quarter or they start off bad in the third quarter. Well, I'm, my main concern is the fourth quarter though. That's obviously the most important time you need no, to step I, up because right. I feel like when you're giving up offensive rebounds the way they were, when you're not uh, what do you what do you call it? Not covering people. You see Patty Mills. Patty Mills gets a wide open three. I pretty much sealed the game after that. And it's I was surprised by the fact that Isaiah Thomas even took responsibility for that for that uh that play because I thought that Marcus Smart was the one that could have yeah. should have ran over both, and at least put a hand in his both face. Smart and Bradley like yeah. ran into each other right and he was now, Patty Mills was wide if open. You're asking, do I think that performance in the second half, specifically the fourth quarter, was how far they might go in the Eastern Conference? Well, no, I'm saying does that second or third round? You're saying yes. Can they get? Can they get? Can there? they get past the second or third round? I think so in the Eastern Conference. But I, I at the same time, I think the Spurs are better. Other than the Cavs, are better than any other team in the Western Conference. Oh, the clearly, Conference. I'm not. I'm not so, disputing that. But I'm just saying, like, if you have a 15, point, you had a 15 point lead against the Spurs. Granted, it was the first half. I think they they can get past the Raptors if they play first halves like the way they did. And don't now obviously not not drop as much as they did in the second half, but if they can just 
stay pretty steady, a little bit higher level than they played in the second half against the Spurs. If they play first halves like the way they did against the Spurs, I think they can get past almost any Eastern Conference team other than the Cavs. Okay. All right, Jordan, as long as they don't jump, go down as far as they did against the Spurs, which I think part of it was just that the Spurs defense is better than, other than the Cavs, almost any defense in the East. Well, after they lost their 15-point lead and pretty much it came down to the last, let's say, four or five minutes of that game, the only time I feel like the Celtics have had like good fourth quarters has been against bad teams. So they want to have an ultimate yep. set. They want to prove themselves. They have to have good for not good great fourth quarters against the Cavs which that didn't happen uh against who who else did they lose against uh the Warriors granted they were down by like 30 and again you're naming two of the best the two that's best teams saying, in but the league but that's how you test yourself yeah and, and this is the first time and that's time, why I'm saying but this is the first time they're not going to get past the Eastern Tim, Conference Tim. Finals yeah. but they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals the way they played the other night against the Spurs. But, Tim, this is the first time that the Celtics played against a team like that at full strength. They didn't have all their guys against the Cavaliers. They didn't have all their guys against the Warriors. So seeing Jay Crowder and, and Al Horford in the lineup, especially the way they came out of the gate, I mean, that was – man, you had you had the backcourt combined for, what, 19 points. Uh, you had, no, 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 enough. wait. Not enough. No, no, Crowder and uh, Bradley combined for, like, 19 points. Isaiah dropped seven all in the first quarter. You know, and, and then now after the game, we're talking about someone like Jay Crowder, who's so important to this team, who's is obviously he's, he's been proven that after that three ga- uh, three game road trip. Now they're saying that he's going to be on a minute restriction. So now we're back to we're almost back to square one and saying who's going to step up in terms of you know filling in for those minutes that he's going to be on the bench. Because we're talking about twenty, maybe twenty two minutes a game we're going to see for Crowder for the next I don't know two to three weeks at least. And when do we start? When do we start holding these big men accountable? I mean, let's. Let's call it like it is, man. The Celtics have two seven footers. Excuse me, three seven footers. If you're with, with uh, Tyler Zeller, no. so you're talking Zeller and Amir Johnson, Kelly Olynyk. Amir Johnson, you, you're counting him as a seven footer. Okay, was he six eleven? My bad. Yeah, but 6'10". he's not like the you're way the starting plays, center, and he's been playing plays, terrible. The first the sixteen games of the season isn't like a typical seven footer. You know, like maybe Zeller is. Are you talking? Who else are you putting on putting on that list? That's about it. You put. You're not putting Olynyk on that list. Right? Yeah, Lennox. Oh, he has a seven footer. He's a seven footer. He's more of a seven footer than Amir Johnson. I know, but in right? terms of if we're he talking about he doesn't, he doesn't rebound though. Yeah, if we're talking about pure rebounding though, Amir Johnson is supposed to be a better rebounder than than Kelly Olynyk. We all know what Kelly Olynyk is a finesse forward who can score. He can you know hit shot, hit three pointers. But when do we start holding these guys accountable? I mean, number one, top of the list is I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm expecting more from Amir Johnson here. You know, I'm not asking Amir Johnson to drop 20 points, but I'm just saying, can you grab seven boards? I mean, Amir Johnson. Can you make defensive stops? Can you stay with your guy? Well, how, how much I'm, how much of a difference of, between the power forward and the center spot? Because last year he was the power forward. Yeah. So maybe he's having a hard time with that. I'm just I'm not no, I making excuses for I, him. I'm not going to make him any excuses for him because because he's guarding different guys. He's yeah. not guarding. Um, I, I can't think of anybody on the top of my head. I don't know. No, I, compared I, no. to what he was, who he was guarding last year, he was okay. If the Celtics play small ball and Amir Johnson wants to be in a lineup, he's going to be the five anyway, right? But they don't, they don't haven't used him in the small ball, right? Lineup. But I'm just saying, though, Horford plays the four, Amir Johnson plays the five because Horford's game it switched around though. Horford's game is much more, much more four than a five. Agreed. I yeah. think Amir Johnson just needs to, you know. I, I think he just needs to play a little better. I think he's fully yeah, equipped. I, I think he's fully <laughs> equipped to be a five. I don't think. I don't think he's out of position. I think he's been. I don't horrible. think anything. I think he's been terrible. I think 
he's flown under the radar. No one's really calling him out. Well, because because he doesn't play too many minutes. I, you know, you know what I mean. Like he's not because like coming he's, in because he's been playing terrible. That's why. If he, if he was playing better, he would be well, playing I, twenty minutes. No, even last year he didn't play too many minutes. Man, he's like one of those dudes that just comes out and just. I feel like he played more last year. Than does he did a little this year. bit. Well, can we agree like the Celtics play better in the small ball lineup where where Amir Johnson is not in? What do they call that lineup now? The the Bulldog lineup or something the like that, the know. Predator lineup or something the like Predator. Uh, no, I've heard a couple <laughs> different when you got Smart, Bradley, yeah. Thomas, the Crowder lineup. on the floor. The 3 guard lineup, yeah. Crowder's the 4. And and Horford should and be Horford's the 5 in that. Yeah, yeah, that that now let's let's actually talk about second about that lineup because I love that lineup. I love that lineup. And I feel like you do, do you want that to start? Is that what you're going to say? No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't right. think. I don't think it should be a start. But I think that it needs to be used better. Name it again. Smart, Bradley, Thomas, Crowder, Horford. Okay. So Crowder's your four and Horford's your five. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that's for Tim's sake, not for us. Right. I'm, not, I'm not trying to make fun of you. No, all I'm saying is though that lineup it should be used more often. I feel, but. Against the Spurs. It's a matchup thing, though. The Spurs, they, they shouldn't have played that lineup against the Spurs because the Spurs have Kawhi Leonard, who can just play. The Spurs have Popovich, that's all. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's, I, it. that's it. He can, and counter, he can counter anything. That was just countered immediately. But I think against any other team in the league, that lineup should be used a lot more because that is the Celtics' best lineup. It's got your five best players on the floor. And this Crowder minute restriction... That's going to hurt that. Are you kidding me? That's, that's gonna, not a thing. That, but that's going to hurt. That's not a thing. No, but it's going to hurt what you're trying to say, that they should use the lineup more often. Well, I just think if like, they Remember, they're just coming back. Crowder looked great in the first first half of that uh, Spurs game. Yeah, but it's definitely a thing because uh, he, he told us. <laughs> Jake Crowder said it. He'll be on a restriction. I don't like when players put restrictions on themselves, though, bro. I don't think it's him, though. I don't hate it. If he's I think saying it's it, I think if it's he's better, saying it's it, better, it's him. It's better than, than having him sit out. You know, I prefer that over having him sit out. Nah, man, I I just you gotta slow you gotta slowly heal his ankle. Right, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I get that Dr. he was injured. Joel, thanks. But if if he's putting a minute restriction on himself, well, he admitted that he came back too soon because he was just tired of just sitting out. Well, fine, but then go full balls to the wall, man. You're just saying that because he's on your fantasy team. You're, no, he you, you he cranked it out first half on the fantasy team. He I know like, that's why that's why you're so passionate about it. You just nah. want to see him back in the lineup and, jo- uh, and giving jo- you nothing but great Joel, numbers. Another fantasy player that Sway wishes he drafted that always gives me shit that he didn't draft himself. That's it. Uh, well, maybe now now it looks like it was a good idea. It was a well, good. No, it's, it, trust me. That's, he's a playoff player. Well, speaking of things that, that keep getting repeated on this podcast, that fantasy, you, know, you guys are going hard with that, huh? Well, it's fantasy basketball, and I mean, I don't want to talk about it. It's a big thing, and I don't know. I'm doing good. I don't know about Sway. Yeah, I'm bitter right now. I don't want to talk about it. I'm doing well. Okay. The first season I get LeBron James is the year where they want to say, you know what, LeBron, <laughs> uh, we're going to rest you on the why second night of back to backs. Why do you think that we're LeBron? Have you sit out. Why do you think LeBron fell to you? Because everyone knew that except you, bro. Come on now. We knew that. I they, knew LeBron ain't going to be played that many minutes. We knew they were monitor his minutes, but we didn't know he was going to just wait. sit him out on certain games. Wait, <laughs> what is he, Kevin Garnett? <laughs> no, all of a sudden, wait, wait, he wait. can't play every freaking game. Now? Wait, when they give him like two weeks off, like they did last year. Remember that, Sean? You want you want to make a trade? Yeah, LeBron James or Jay Carter, you got it. I'm going to start shopping him around. All right, and all then right. you got Paul George, not to get – not to start talking about my freaking team here, but we got Paul George still out. All of a sudden, 
his ankles, oh, he, he, his ankles hurts, and he's going to set out for three games. My two best players, but aside, uh, besides that, you know, my, my, my team's been great. All right, let's shift our focus. Let's talk about the Western Conference, all right? Yep, yep. At the Golden State Warriors, yep. this is why I brought you in here, Tim. Yep. You know, you're going to give us some knowledge about this Western I will. I will. Western Conference. I know you keep a close eye on it. I definitely will. So you got the Golden State Warriors in the midst of yep. a 10-game winning streak. Of course. Doing their thing. A lot of people question whether they're going to be able to put this together so early. Obviously, they lost their first game, so that was, a, that was the biggest reason why they were being questioned. Yep. And then they lost to one of the worst teams in the league, in the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. So that's when everyone was thinking, okay, wow, this might take a while. Yep. On a, in the midst of a 10-game winning streak, the best record in the NBA now, mm-hmm. we're, what, 16 games into the regular season. Yeah. Do you think it's too early to say they're the favorite to go to the NBA Finals? Yes, I definitely do. Still too early. I definitely who's do. Who's in their because way? Who, who, I, who, I who's compare contending? them because they've been on the same route, but I compare them to the Heat the first year that LeBron was there. Well, no, they started off much slower than this team, though. Not I'm much talking about the first game of the because me personally, right? I went from you know I loved LeBron. Yes, I went from loving LeBron to all of a sudden he moves to the Heat. I'll never and, forget. And I'll right never away, forget the uh, right away. The, uh, hold on, right away quick, in my quick. head, I still liked him, but I was like, uh, I don't like that move. I'll never forget right? the, like, uh, the 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 uh, the shirtless uh, LeBron James poster yeah. that you had in college. Yeah. Okay, that was yeah. cute. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> So I go from loving LeBron, and then the first game the Heat had with him on the new Heat team was against the Celtics. Yes, I remember Celtics that game. Celtics beat the beat the you could swear crap out of them. <laughs> it's okay, you could swear right by like yes. thirty, right? Yes, by thirty, forty, probably thirty-five points, something like that. And that was slowly the decline in my head of me your, loving your LeBron favoritism. to me hating LeBron. You took the poster down by that point, yeah. And did you burn it? It only took about. Maybe two months for me to be like first game against Celtics. I was like, I hate this dude. Like, I'm starting to hate this dude. I'm like, what? That game of Celtics won, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They smacked them, and the Spurs smacked the Warriors, and that's what I'm trying to compare it to. Was I? I liked the Warriors last year. I'm starting to hate Steph Curry. So who's in their way? Who's in their way? Come on, we got we got a few teams, at least right off the top of your head. The Cavs are in their way. Well, no, No, the the, 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 the 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 Cavs and the Spurs. That's it. That's it. That's it. So if they the Cavs and the Spurs are the only if, teams if the that Spurs, have a legitimate chance of if the, beating if the Spurs don't the beat the Warriors them, in a seven game series. If the Spurs beat them in the, in the let's say the Western Conference Finals, then yeah. they're in trouble. That's not gonna happen because that's like, what I'm saying. I feel like it never happens. I feel who's in trouble. The Warriors. My, that's my whole point. You said I, if they beat them, then obviously they're in trouble. If they beat, I'm them. saying if they face the Spurs, they'll be in trouble. Like they'll they're gonna lose that series. I wouldn't say they're in trouble. I would still favor them to win. But the Spurs or the Cavs are the only teams that have a chance of beating them. What about the Clippers? If no, <laughs> no chance. No, no one's giving the Clippers. No. Why is everyone sleeping? No, on the I don't Clippers? know. Why. I don't get it. No, they're one of the top I know teams in the because right every now. single year for the last three, four years. All right, hold on. With the same team. That's what I'm going to say. I know no, we've seen this story everybody's before. Everybody's given them a chance the last three, four years, and they they they've come up very short. When it comes to them, supposed to be stepping up. Yeah, but Tim, they're never fully healthy though. That's the thing. That's Everyone forgets the fact. Last that year, not, they, how, who was not healthy last year? Last year in the playoffs, Chris, Chris, Paul. Chris Paul was out. Um, You're right. Blake, Blake Griffin Blake missed a few games. Blake yeah. Griffin was punching. Uh, what was he? Team managers, or whatever. <laughs> he injured his hand. Yeah, but that was in like he the threw like a five hundred or somebody. That wasn't know. in the playoffs. You talk about the Spurs. This is a team that Chris beat Ball, the Spurs Chris two Ball, years ago in the playoffs. Chris Paul is the most important person to that team. Period. DeAndre Jordan is number two, most important on that team, right? Okay. Blake Griffin's not as important as, as DeAndre Jordan. 
on I, that team. Okay. All right. Well, this, I don't. I, to me, it's not even close. No, I mean DeAndre. To me, Blake Griffin is not even close to as important on yeah. that team. No, I just I feel as like DeAndre Jordan's defense and offense, for that matter. I just feel he like he gets the battle, ball in the middle, and I mean, if he makes his free throws, he could average fifteen points a game. Yeah, no, but I feel like the Clippers for the first time are actually rolling to start the season, and so you know, by, you know, barring any injuries, they're 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 surprising. I think some people did so I just hear that. Uh, did I just hear that Blake Griffin's getting traded to the Celtics right there? That, is that what I heard? Uh, no, no. Is that what I heard? I didn't hear no. that at all. Third most important player on the team? Mm. Did I just hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Did I just hear that? Okay, the reason why the Clippers knocked out the, the San Antonio Spurs two years ago was mm-hmm. because Blake Griffin showed that he can actually be a playoff performer. No, Blake that is was a the great biggest difference and, in that And series. Paul, too. Chris Paul was ridiculous. Well, yeah, he was, too. But I'm saying, like, when it comes down to the end of the games, you need – Two guys, and that was the second guy because before that, Blake Griffin would he would fall back, and at the end of the fourth quarter, he would like, no, don't pass me the ball. Yeah, he, he was I shy mean, away from the big moments. They're yep. in the mix. They're in the mix. I'm not saying that they're don't don't count them out. Um, Tim is counting them out. You but can't count. I'm just them saying out. you don't. They're in the mix. They're like they're like OKC last year. And I'm just gonna say this: um, Blake Griffin is definitely another number three. He's borderline number one on that team. Like mm-hmm. I don't believe in Chris Paul that much anymore. I think he's sort of. I think he's sort of more of a glue guy on a championship team, like uh, uh, in that top three. I don't think that he's still the number one dude on the championship team. I think that's past him. But on I think that the only team, way on that team, I don't think Chris Paul is a is is a number one on a championship team anymore. Even on that team, I think that he's he he's still he may be the leader, the quote unquote leader on that team, but. He's not a he's not a number one guy that's gonna be like you're a number one stats performer like just take over a game when it means I think that I think he's that, still that guy for this team though yeah, I don't I don't I don't they think need so. a shot at the end of the, at the end of the game yeah. who who's getting the ball yeah. it's Chris no, Paul if you take out I, I Chris Paul in that lineup I think that, that team's in trouble I think it's Blake because if you take Blake out of the lineup you saw last year it was all right but I mean. I mean, they didn't falter in the standings, but in the playoffs, when you took Chris Paul off that team, they fell apart completely. As well as Austin Rivers did, no. he's not Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not campaigning for Austin Rivers. No, I'm over just here, saying. Bro. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Sean, you want Austin Rivers to start for this team? No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can get the point. the The reason why I say it, that it is did the, get, it did get him a new contract, though. The point guard position is so you can get a point guard that can lead your team. The point guard position isn't there. There's probably twenty good point guards in the league right now. Chris Paul's probably like in the top ten. No, he's top five, man. He's still top five. Going into the season, I told you he was number one. What's the most important position in the NBA? Go ahead, answer. Point guard. <laughs> <laughs> answer right? your own question. That's man. like saying that's like saying, oh, it's easy to get a good quarterback in the NFL. No, it's not. Like you need so where's Chris Paul in tops in terms of uh, top, Chris Paul top is point guards n- in my head number three in the league right now. All right, All right. if was... you count Russell Westbrook as a point guard, yeah, of course, yeah, you do. And Steph Curry's a point guard. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving to me, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's a point one. guard. Yeah, number one, number one. Oh, okay, I'll Ooh. take him over. I to me, it goes like this: Kyrie, Steph. Uh, who did I have a third? Chris Paul. No. <laughs> he just said he was number three. You just say he just said number three. Yeah. Chris Paul number three. Yeah, yeah. 
I'd, I'd take right now. I'd take Westbrook over Chris Paul. Westbrook right now is he's he's been a beast, like triple doubles all day long. But it's a debate, right? Yeah, it's debatable. You're right. Like you got Steph Curry, you're right? You got Kyrie, you got Westbrook, you, you got Chris Paul. That's four right there. Mm-hmm. Those are the are those not the four best point guards in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, debatable. Yeah, but everyone what debates other, their, their order. What other position order. can you name the top four and be like, I need one of those four to be a title contender? Uh, the wings, small forwards. Who? LeBron. Well, yeah, of course LeBron, Kevin but he's Durant. not even like he's a position in himself. Kawhi, Kevin Durant. Kawhi oh, Leonard. really? You need Kevin Durant to win a title? How many titles does he want? No, I'm talking about you're talking about top. I mean, for a position, we're talking about the top small forwards in the NBA. I'm saying like you you need one of the top players in that position to win the title. Think about the point guard position. Have, have the last couple titles. Has there been a point guard who wasn't one of the top five in the league? Out of all the uh, Tony Parker, Tony Parker is probably number five. Oh, even today, this is where your argument. Today, this is where your argument gets flawed right here, though. How does that get flawed? This is where I'm gonna kind of say it. Yeah, go for it. Dallas Mavericks. That's the only one. That's the insane. you're right. But I hear but you. But that was the partially. But he's still he's still like a Hall of Famer. He's not like you know, right. But shitty, he was at the tail end of his career. Guard, and yeah. he had Jason Kidd, yeah, and Jason Terry. Yeah, but he was he was not a top five that point a, guard. That's a solid one two combo at the Jason, point guard yeah, position. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that you talked about the, the you top about five the point guards. He wasn't a top five point guard at, at that time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, okay. At yeah, that stage yeah. of his career, time, yeah. But you put all the other ones. Okay, a lot like you put Kyrie Irving. Even last year, Kyrie Irving was a starter. Della Vadova is no. I'll give you garbage. No, I'll give you. I'll give another example. No, no, Dwayne Wade was the point guard of that team. Don't say it. Oh, the Heat. Yeah, no, no. The Heat. LeBron James. Exactly. Yeah, LeBron James was the point guard. LeBron and Dwayne Wade were the point guards. Actually, LeBron was more the point guard of that team. Yeah, he was. And it's LeBron. And the first time that the Heat won, Dwayne Wade was the was the point guard of that team. Yeah, in '06. Yeah. I'm thinking Mavericks with J.J. Barea because he was you actually forgot, you forgot Jason Kidd. Yeah, I thought I forgot about Jason Kidd yeah. when you first brought it up because uh, because J.J. Barea in the finals he was a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, North, I'm not. I would North never East. say he was a top five point guard in the league that year, but the way he was playing in the finals, he was probably a top five point guard that year. Just the way he was playing in those what six games or whatever. Right. All right real, I forgot about Jason Kidd though. All right, real quick, how many how many games do the Warriors win? It depends because I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna act the way they did last year and just try to go for the title or go for the uh, record. So I'd say in the sixties. Sixties, really? I think they're gonna win the sixties, right? right? So if they go sixty-two and twenty, I'm going with seventy. 70, oh, so you're, you're, th- you're saying you think I'm low? I think you're low. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying I think I was high. you thought I was high. I, I think I'm going seventy and twelve. I I think. I don't think they're going to face light up like when he last said, I year. Thought I was high. Last year, if they treated that like a normal year and they weren't trying to go for the title and they were trying to rest people for the playoffs and stuff, they probably wouldn't have got 73 wins. They probably would have got 68, 69. Yeah. Right? Because they would have sat, like the Cavs have already sat LeBron this year mm-hmm. and they lost that game. So I don't think they're going to treat this year like they tried, treated last year because they didn't win the title. They got the record, but they didn't win the title. And that what's more important? It's an obvious answer. The fucking no, sorry. The title no, you can swear. The, the, the title. <laughs> the title is more important. So yeah. I think this year they'll they'll probably get sixty five or above. Sixty five or above. And if they're smart about it, I think they're gonna win the title. Sean, what do you think? 
Now they're gonna. I I I legitimate. I like Tunis's insight. Just way to just keep them in their place. I like that. Not all of a sudden, but Tunis is on the podcast. Like our our view of the Warriors is this almighty like thing where it's like, you know, they're gonna win eighty games and whatever. We're just done. But I mean, it's. I like how I like how it, there's some perspective to that. Yeah, you know what? They're probably not going to go after the record after last year. They shouldn't. They're probably not going to do that. That'd be the so, dumbest thing ever. So 62 wins. I don't. I don't think that's a bad prediction. I mean, but I, I still. I still have been pegged at the high 60s, because like, that's just talent alone, just winning out. Well, teams in the 90s and early 2000s used to reach 60s like with no problem. No problem. Like yeah. now it's like people reach the 60s and it's like, oh, my God, they yeah, won a 60 yeah. game. That's like, I know. That's, why is that like foreign to people? Well, yeah. I mean, 60 games. I yeah. think I think we're Celtics fans, right? I know. So, no, I, I know we're Celtics fans. <laughs> I, I, I think it's I'm because like, we're Celtics fans. Like, I know. I think we are. Yeah, we're Celtics, Celtics fans. Celtics haven't reached 60 <laughs> I know. 60 is like a big number to us. But for the Warriors, if they don't get 60 – Yo, they better watch out because they're getting fucking fired. Someone's getting fired if well, they don't win you know win what? 60. I don't think that that's like a goal for them. I think it's like I think if they have the number one seed, they're good. Well, I think the number one seed is big. Obviously, I don't think I don't think San Antonio's going to kill themselves to get to sixty. They they had a sixty win season last year and got knocked off in the second round. You know what I mean? Like I think the Western Conference is a lot more competitive than everyone's giving credit to. No, I think we all knew that the Western Conference was competitive. No, I mean I think, but I think that the Warriors are going to be brought. I, I I sort of agree with Tunis. I think that the Western Conference is, is a lot more competitive than what people thought was going to happen at the beginning of the year because I think everyone thought the Warriors were going to run away with it. The Warriors were going to be, you know, 10 games in first place before friggin' New Year's or whatever. But it's not happening. Like, the the Spurs are really good. The Clippers are really good. And I think you're looking at a couple teams there that are just going to be challenging for the top four spots. Yeah. You know, between Memphis. The Memphis. No, I think Memphis is a fucking flash in the pan, bro. You never know. Memphis, OKC. OKC is going to be there. Houston's uh, going to be no, there. they're not going to be there. I don't know about Stop Houston. Stop it, man. I don't know about Houston. Stop right there. Okay, OKC. Houston, Houston they're barely winning their games. Going to get out the first round. Sean, you're saying OKC is going to be like a contender, as in they, they can get no, the bunch of covers. No, they're not going to be a contender. No, you're saying that they can battle for that fourth spot. That's what he's they saying. They can battle. I don't think they're going to be many One it, of the many teams. They can make it to the second round of the Western Conference You know Conference what team finals. can battle for that or fourth Western spot? Western Conference playoffs. The Portland Trailblazers. That's going to be a team that can fight for that fourth spot. Or be, now, or here's a question. Top, here's a question. Here's a question. Would you take Damian Lillard or Wesley Westbrook? Westbrook, I guess. I, that's, a, that's a tough question, though. Is it not? Mm. Damian Lillard is a beast. He doesn't make as many mistakes. See, people, a lot of people just only make. look at the positive things. Russell Westbrook's turning the ball over five, six times a game. But he's concluding his teammates. Lillard doesn't really make your teammates better. He does, oh, though. Oh, yes, he does. He compared does, to Westbrook? He, he, he makes them a lot better than Westbrook does. He does, yes. He brought that team to the second round last season. Damian Lillard, everybody was trashing on the Blazers last I year. I guess what I'm saying is he's not averaging as Aldridge many left. as Westbrook is. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but because he's not a ball hog. Like, when Russell Westbrook, if you watch Thunder games, if when Russell Westbrook's in the game, he determines every single p- offensive possession. Every single offensive, offensive possession, the ball's in his hands. It's either he's making an assist, he's making the basket, 
or he's making a turnover. I just don't think he has the the support. Or he's pass. making a or, or he's making a turnover or a, or a missed shot. He just doesn't have a strong enough. Damian Lillard is a cast. smarter player than Russell Westbrook. Well, who's got the better supporting cast though? I don't know if Portland is, is that much better than he's got than than, uh, than Thunder. Just because if Kate, you, if you, just because Kevin Durant's not there anymore, it doesn't mean like if they're like completely. Like, if you're talking about second best player on the team, then the Blazers, because CJ McCollum is CJ a beast. CJ McCollum, they're, they're one He's of the best beast. backcourts in the NBA. Yeah. What are you talking about? But, but Oladipo's averaging 19 points a game. Oh, don't. Yeah, you can't compare, can't compare Oladipo, Oladipo to McCollum. I'm yeah. just saying, but I'm just you talking about averaging-wise. It's not that far apart. Is he really averaging 19 yeah, a game? Yeah, well, it's easy to average 19 Oladipo's a game when you're averaging Oladipo. 19 a game. It's easy, to really? av- it's easy to average 19 a game when there's what? Who else is going to score on that team? There's no one else. It's true, but I just can't believe he's averaging 19 When you're 29 shots a night or whatever it is, you, it's easier to score more than than someone, someone like McCollum who had the, the Portland Trail. McCollum have McCullum, a lot more options. They have I would, I would they pay have, $5 to $10 million more a year for McCollum than I would for Oladipo. It's not even close to me. It's not even close. I'd take McCollum in a second over Oladipo. I just don't think they have – you can make scores. an argument. Have enough scores on that. You on can that, definitely make an argument team. for Lillard and Westbrook, but second best on the team, I'm taking McCollum. After that, though, Stephen Adams is very underrated. I think he's underrated. Well, Stephen Adams, a rebounder and a defender. When yes. you're talking about a real true center in the league, but you're these still days, not answering my question in terms of scoring. Who else is scoring for this team? For the for the Thunder, yeah. So who else on the Thunder can score? That's a good question. Exactly. I understand that's Russell. Very, I understand Westbrook is, is going to be an MVP candidate, and he see he now that you say does, that. But, now that you say that, I can see how Oladipo is scoring nineteen. A game. Right? Who and else? Nobody take, else who can who score on that score? team. Who else going to take those shots? Well, right now, they both have this. They, they, Portland is nine and nine. OKC is nine and eight. So they're not that far off. Literally, not that far off from each other. How many attempts does uh, yeah. does Oladipo take? <laughs> Oladipo, I, I got to look up the stats. But. Called out Westbrook the other night. You saw that? No. What he said. He said when Nick Young hit that uh, game-winning three for the Lakers against the Thunder. Yeah, the one that he stole. He, 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 he much, stole the pass. Yeah, he pretty much said, oh, I can't guard two people at the same time. Pretty much saying, oh, that was Westbrook's man. He should have been on him. Way to throw him under the bus. Exactly. That's terrible. Right? All right. So, so really, are they getting – Hold on. I'm so it, it, somebody I'm brought up – the, the, See, in my head, I was thinking Thunder should, should be a six or seven seed in the West. But with all this drama and stuff going on with him, I just feel like the West has will have a bunch of like teams that kind of like what happened with the East last year that are just going to be battling for those, you know, four, five, six, seven spots. Because you got right. the best teams in the league. That's what's annoying about the NBA. Because you got the best teams in the league, right? Like the Spurs, the Spurs, Warriors, or Cavs are probably going to win the title this year, right? One of those three teams are probably going to win the title this year. Yeah, there's a very large chance. If you were to say the same thing about the NFL, even though, they, they, yeah, the Patriots are the best team in the, in the NFL, but you can't say that. Like, there's a, a lot of teams that could win the Super Bowl this year. Because, mm-hmm. but in the NBA, that's what annoys me these days. Is it's it's one of two or three teams every year. All right. So before we look ahead with Sean Ducha. Have to remind you that this episode, of course, is sponsored by Blue Apron. Now, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. What makes Blue Apron so great is the variety. 
The new recipes are created weekly, and they're not repeated within a year. They're also flexible, customizing your recipes each week based on your preferences. And last but not least, Blue Apron makes things easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Yeah, man. I mean, I am personally a Blue Apron fan because they sent me three meals. And first off, the three meals were like the best three meals I've ever had in my entire life. But the Italian wedding soup got that in my first in my first Blue Apron. And I um, I made that and I felt like a professional chef, bro. I literally was in the kitchen cutting up onions, cutting up celery, cutting up carrots, cutting up everything, just feeling like, yeah, I know what exactly what I'm doing because Blue Apron made that happen because it gives you that easy-to-read guide. That guide is perfect. And you know what? Every time you look at that guide and you always look at that recipe on the Internet, it's like, ah, my food is never going to look like that. With Blue Apron, it does look like that. Once you're done, it does look like that because that's what Blue Apron does for you. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash causeway. That's blueapron.com slash causeway. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Sean, let's look ahead. Who are the Southers going to play in this upcoming week? And how can the Southers get back to their winning ways when they uh, bounce back from their loss against the San Antonio Spurs? It's about that time. Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. Dutra. All right. So, Suns going to take on Miami on Monday. Oh, he's using his pumped-up voice. Here we go. Miami on Monday. Double M's. Miami on Monday. There we go. Dwayne, where you going to be there? Nah, man. Nah. Nah. Don't say Chris Bosh. That's just messed up nah. if you're going to bring him up. Dwayne Wade, Shaq, Chris Bosh. Ain't nobody going to be there. Lonzo, maybe? Mar- Mario Chalmers? Lonzo? I don't know. Where the fuck's Mario Chalmers playing now? Keith Askins? <laughs> Glenn Rice? Udonis Haslam, baby, still be there. I think he actually still is there. Wait, hold up, Sean, real quick. I want to get your take on this. What's up? The Miami Heat are going to retire, because since the Suns are going down to Miami, they're going to retire Shaq's number against the Lakers. That night when the Lakers are in town, they're going to retire his number. What are your thoughts on that? I'm okay with it. It's so random. It's bad random, especially against the Lakers. That's fucking How many, stabbing do, in the back. Do they have any shit. other numbers retired? Is Zoe retired? Is oh, the only one? There's a lot. Hardaway. Hardaway. No, that's it. They don't have a lot of that's numbers. That's it, right? I think that's why. No, Zoe, he didn't. He didn't. Away. Yeah, but he didn't like. Is that another one? I feel like I'm missing one, right? Rice, Glenn Rice, maybe. No, they uh, didn't. Glenn Rice doesn't get his number retired, but they didn't. But Shaq does. That nah, yeah. seems weird. The, with that one championship. Well, Glenn see, that's Rice, my thing, though. Forty-one. He had, he had you one. can retire forty-one and be okay with it. No one wants forty-one. Yeah, but my, like, my Glenn Rice's was number he, was he forty-one in Miami though? Where was he forty-one other ways? Uh, All right, it doesn't matter. Lakers, it doesn't matter. My point is, this doesn't matter what number you had on. I'm saying. That Shaq, of course, helped him get that title, but I feel like it was more of a D Wade thing than Shaq. I don't well, know. I think, and he wasn't there long enough. I think that a lot of teams. Well, he, did, he, he was a runner-up MVP that year, even though he, you know, he didn't win it. He's always bitching about it. he should have won it because he thought he made more of a difference than Steve Nash did on the Suns that year. Mm. Oh God, I said Suns. a lot. Of, a lot of teams that don't have a lot of retired numbers. They may just want to retire their second best player of all time that ever came through to their franchise. All right, I mean, well, this is this is my beef with it. Hear, hear me out here. I mean, if Shaq, I feel Shaq, like Shaq I, a lot a, of this has to do with Pat Riley saying like, "I'm sorry." No, no, <laughs> not saying I'm sorry. This is Pat Riley saying like, "Fuck you, Dwayne. Look at these look at these numbers above you, and you can thank me for 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 putting this thing together. When is Haslam's number going up? <laughs> That's a good question because first is going to be Shaq. You have to retire Jones. first. He's still playing. First is going to be Shaq. No, it's going next is going to be next is going to be Dwayne Wade. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then of course LeBron James is gonna go up there. Like this Mario is Pat Riley. This is what Pat Riley setting the tone, saying like, "I brought all these guys to this city, and you can thank me." So it all starts with Shaq. We're gonna put his number up there, and know. the other two, they're undebatable. Obviously, Wade, LeBron, both will be up there. You think he's gonna forgive LeBron though? I don't think he's ever gonna forgive LeBron. Bosch yeah, but he's gotta put his number up LeBron. there. <laughs> Bosch goes up. No. Bosch going up before LeBron. <laughs> Just no. to prove a point. No, I don't think so. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he's ever gonna retire LeBron's number. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think he will. Really? As long as Pat Riley's still in charge, if if he like you know he goes brought away, you two titles. How do you I understand that? But he's not. He oh, as long LeBron as he's right in now. charge. As long as he's in charge, he, there's not going up. Oh, right, well, he's gonna. He's gonna. I still don't think he's so. gonna resign four before years. that happens. Then he's only on the team four I don't years. Know, man. I think he's four only, years, two titles. Things a life. Got to retire. Titles, four NBA cha- NBA finals. So you're but saying if you were him, you wouldn't do it. If you if were the I Miami were, guy, if I were him, I would do it. Oh, but you're saying Pat Riley's that better? Okay, yeah, yeah. I got you. you yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he seems like he's someone that holds a grudge. You can't use that argument because Shaq's getting his number retired. So I mean, well, he finally forgave Shaq. Well, no, Shaq won one title. Was there for two years? I understand that, but. He so wait, how how are you going to say that LeBron can get, get his number retired? Because because he he's mad at LeBron. Right, I get it. He was mad at Shaq too when he left. Too. I understand that, but look how long it took for that to happen. Yeah, Shaq left Shaq, how long ago? Shaq wasn't in his prime. Shaq wasn't the best player in the league by far at the time. I mean, regardless, we're going to see LeBron's number retired in Shaq over ten years. Talked, so it's going to be a while. Never, Shaq never really went in public and talked back to to Pat Riley and tried to make him look like a fool. Anyways, I give LeBron's him that. numbers getting retired at Miami. Get the fuck out. But not. Of I here. agree. Not anytime soon, though. Not anytime soon because he's going to be playing for. He's going to be playing for a while. Anyways, Sean, let's uh, let's keep it going. When the, when you talked about something going to Miami, that that just popped in my head. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I even checked with Joel to make sure it wasn't now, in case now, you missed now, it, so we can do. That, that, that was a good little. If, uh, like Joel said, if Pat Riley is still there when LeBron is all retired and ready to have his number retired. Then he won't get his number retired. If there's a new owner there, then he will definitely get his number retired. I agree. Four years, four NBA finals, and two championships, you gotta retire the guy's number. But Pat Riley is kind of a little prick. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he might I mean he's he's he holds grudges like a little six year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, <laughs> Sean, what's your guy? <laughs> yeah, he is a little prick. He's a, he's a big prick. prick. <laughs> I think he's a big prick, but we'll go a little prick for today. Oh, that's funny. All right, and <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then after the after the after the heat, we get the Pistons on Wednesday night. They come to Boston. Hump day. It's also another way you could say it. <laughs> they need guess to read that commercial back. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is? Hump day. Hump day. All right. That's and, a revenge game for them. Uh, well, it's a revenge game on, for them. For the Pistons, yeah. yeah. But Stan Van Gundy can basically, you know. Go fuck himself. Hey. SVG, baby. SVG. SVG. No, SVG. SVG. I mean, we talked about this. We talked about this the other, the other day. But, I mean, SVG thinks he has his plan for everything, but he really doesn't. Mm. He really doesn't. I think, he's, I think he's, he's just been on edge ever since the election. Well, probably. Maybe he, I don't know, voted for Trump. The whole team hated Trump. I don't know. You know speaking of the election and, and, and coaches commenting on the election, I tried to squeeze someone out. <laughs> You're already laughing, right? Because out of all people, right? The, uh, oh, the, Bill, the Bill Belichick of the NBA, I call him. The, 
the Bill Belichick of the NBA, Greg Popovich, just shut me down completely. He's like, we're going to talk about this. And I waited for a while, too. All right, everyone's asking questions he was as all usual. He up for the interview, too. Oh, he was – that was the most, like – well, I don't know. I've only – last season, I wasn't – I wasn't there for Popovich. I, I I got to the game. I was at the game, but I didn't. I wasn't there to to talk to Popovich. But everyone says that was the most like, you know, jo- that's the most that, that, that was the loose. Yeah, that, that's a great word. Yes, jovial, <laughs> loose, loose pop. That was the most loose, loose pop. pop you've ever seen. He was Yo. telling jokes. He was smiling. I got that win, baby. So Go everyone ahead. is asking the, of course, the Brad Stevens questions and all the questions that you expect him to get about the Celtics, about what do you think about Isaiah Thomas, this and that. Yeah, nothing but good things to say. Whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm looking around. Okay, so no one's going to bring it up? All right. So I oh God. step up, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, as soon as I started talking to you, they looked right at me. I'm like, all right, got his attention. This is perfect. You know, everyone's going to, you know, this is going to be a good quote. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I said, this is either going to be a good quote or he's just going to completely shut down the whole interview. Shut the whole thing down. Gets up and walks away. Guess what happened? <laughs> Guess what happened out of those two options, Did he right? Walk away? So I go. No, he had a great Trump quote. I go. So you've been vocal about the election, about this month's election. And then right there, I just feel like the whole tone just changed. So like the smile just disappeared. <laughs> just, the heard, I said that. just heard like a, just like, like little groans from all the media. Like, oh my God, yeah. everybody's asking this right now. Like, Who the fuck is asking this? Looking over at me. Oh, this guy. You just heard. That oh. is so two weeks ago. Swag. So you've been vocal about the election, right? Everyone's like, oh shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you surprised by the fact that a lot of teams throughout the NBA have decided that they're not going to stay at the Trump Towers Hotel? Popovich turns to me, looks at me. Well, he's already staring at me the whole time I'm asking the question. He's like looking at me like, who is this guy? He just looks at me and just goes, I only worry about my team. And oh! I don't care about the other teams. I don't, I don't worry about them. That's my job. And, then of course, I'm not done here because it's just dead silent. No one's saying anything. Yeah, so I'm like, so you got to pick that shit up. So I go. Yeah, but are you surprised though, Bob? Are you surprised that other teams aren't, uh, you know, staying at the Trump Hotel? You know, does that surprise you? I worry about my team. Okay, that's all I worry about. <laughs> Did he grunt and give you the Belichick? No, he just like stared at me, like looked around, looked at everybody else. No one spoke for five minutes. He just goes, "Thanks, guys." He walked away. I was like, nice. How do you follow up the Trump question? What do you mean? You should have just been like, "Who's your favorite band?" <laughs> So what do you After got in the you uh, shut down your Trump question? <laughs> what do you got in the CD deck? Yeah. You got so, a six CD changer. Who's your top three? Have you heard the new Tribe album? <laughs> <laughs> have you talked to Timmy Duncan? Uh, how's Tim hey, Duncan feel about the election? That's my first. Uh, that's my my first Trump question. Yeah, that's my first Trump question. But that's my first Popovich question. How did we get say. here from the first Popovich question? How did we get here from the Pistons? Uh, you're talking about Stan Van Gundy in the election. The election. But anyways, yeah. Anyway, so Note gonna... to self. Don't ask political questions to Greg Popovich. <laughs> no, only ask political questions to Greg Popovich. He's gonna, he, he looked at you. If this was two weeks ago, it would have no. been maybe I would have got a better response, but no, it's, he, it's kind of all news at this point. I think I think, no, he, I think, I think he would have been like, I answered this already. No, I, no, but, well, yeah, that's the thing though. When when you go out and and say what he said, you can expect those kind of questions. But after two weeks, or no, what three mm. weeks has been since the election? It's like, come on, man. He's like, we're all trying to accept what happened. <laughs> Trail swipe. But the Trump Tower thing—that's kind of that's mm. recent. That's a week. Yeah. It's a well, week or two old. It was. Well, it was. Swipe, it was in case happened. you missed it last week. So that happened. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I don't think and we're like all that. trying to move on. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that at all. He doesn't speak like that at all. This is Greg Popovich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close. Uh, hey, guess what? 
Like as he's as he's talking to you, you just feel like him. Well, I his, feel, his eyes are just piercing through you as, yeah. he's, as he I really to you. I really feel like he he stared Sway in his oh, soul. Oh, he did, man. The only and person, you know what? You know what? If Sway was just like looking at him back, like. Yeah, motherfucker, I fucking asked that question. Well, I think I think we all then know. Then he would have answered it, but Sway was probably like, But you know oh, I wasn't looking fuck, at him like I that. I shouldn't have asked yeah. that well, I think question. I, I, and he was, <laughs> he was like. But then when I did the follow-up, I'm like, all right, here we go. This is it. He yeah. looked at me and he was just like, oh, you fucking rookie. Keep asking. Yeah. You rookie. Keep asking. Like, have you not <laughs> seen my press conferences in the past? Like, what's wrong with you? Who is this you, um, kid? Who is this? Who is this? Who's you want to be David Aldridge right now? Because I'll fucking shut you down. I think the only person we I think we all know, the only person that can ask him questions like that and wouldn't get like, you know. That yeah. kind of response, you know, we all know who that is. Yeah, well, paying my dues. Anyways, Sway, awesome. I, I'm happy that you asked that question. But anyways, okay. So um, on Friday, I don't know what you guys are doing. Ooh. I don't know what you guys are doing on Friday. Who's coming on Friday? I don't know what you guys are doing on Friday. The Celtics are at home, but what's going on? Celtics are at home, and there's some team that's coming in. Ooh, that's got a power forward slash center slash best power forward slash center in the league. That is the most angriest power forward such center in the league. And one named DeMarcus Cousins. Your boy. My boy. Your boy. DMC. All of our boys. Boogie. Biggie, Biggie, Boogs. Big Boogs. Biggity Boogs. He's coming. It's the last time he's... <laughs> I, think, a, I think DeMarcus think Cousins... He's coming. I think DeMarcus Cousins is the closest thing to, like, an actual, like, monster. This is... From, like, Space Jam. Like, uh, he'd be, yeah. like... The perfect example of that think, in real life. I think he's basically the Larry Johnson monster, like in real life. <laughs> I, I'd probably say like the Charles Barkley one. Okay, I'll go Charles Barkley. I don't care. I don't care. So what's your what's your pitch? All, Come all, on, man. I know I know you're gonna go all salesman on. Uh, you're gonna find out what hotels he at. I'm on a DeMarcus. salesman. I am a salesman. I know you, you're gonna put that. You're gonna put that Sean Ducha uh, blazer give, on. I'm put that give, salesman blazer on I'm and get give at him. him. The pitch. I'm gonna give him the pitch. The pitch that says, Actually, you know, it's not up to him. You, you got to talk to Vladi. No, it's up to him. No, if he, he has to, to demand a trade. If he I wants to, that. he can demand a trade. Comes to Marcus Cousins, he's not getting traded until he demands a trade. I've already talked to three same to thing. four. Same thing with Anthony Davis. Hotels, he leave. I've already talked to three to four hotels slash strip clubs that will have Demarcus Cousins night if he comes to Boston. <laughs> All right, that is happening. <laughs> that is happening. You taking Vladi with you, Vladi? You know what, Vladi? You know what? Fuck Vladi because he's he's just a puppet. All he is is a puppet. It's, it's Vivek. Vivek. Vivika. Vivek. I don't know who we're talking about. Randaviv. I don't know how to say his last name. The, yeah, the Sacramento guy. Vivek Randaviv. That guy. Randawich. Uh, what's your name? Vivek Randaviv? Okay. That dude. It doesn't matter. All I know is that if the Celtics can get DeMarcus Cousins, I don't even care. This is the last game you will see DeMarcus Cousins in a Kings jersey in Boston. That is my pledge to you. Okay, so what if he comes back? To you, listeners. comes back another team. My pledge your is boldest, I, your oh, boldest statement I, of the season. I am just saying this is so the far. last game you will ever see DeMarcus Cousins in a Kings uniform playing at the TD Garden. Now, whether the TD Garden will get sold and bought and renamed, I don't know. <laughs> whether he will go to another team, I don't know. <laughs> whether he'll come to the Celtics. I sort of do think that's going to happen, but there are plenty of possibilities, and the only possibility is next year at this time, DeMarcus Cousins will not be on the Kings playing in TD Garden. I can guarantee you that. All right. We'll hold you to it. And if that does happen, you're going to be able to gloat 
like no other. This I don't season. even want to gloat. I'm just, I just want to buy the jersey. Oh, but if he comes to the Celtics, you'll gloat. Oh, I will gloat because that's four years of gloat. But even if he ends up, up, even if he ends up playing for someone else other than the Celtics, you'll still gloat saying that. I told you that that was the last time he'd be a member of the Kings in Boston. So. Well, yep, that's it. That's, Is that that's, it? That's, that's that. No, wait, no, we got one more game this week. Oh, okay. Big game, hmm. huge game. Trap game. Trap game. Nah. Because I think you got you got you got four wins this week. Okay. Sweep the week. You think? I, the first time they've done that, but going to be. DeMar- I know you said trap game, mm-hmm. but after Demarcus Cousins bounces for the last time before he's a Celtic, then we get the 76ers. So it's in Philly, but is it a trap game? I mean, I feel like this is this is like so we beat the the Pistons, we beat the. Last week, uh, the Nets. The Nets, and then we lost the. So no, no, we'll, 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 the Timberwolves first, it was Pistons, and then the Nets. Timberwolves, Pistons, Timberwolves, Nets. Nets. Yeah, three game, three game winning streak. You lose to the Spurs, which is understandable, but they played well against the Spurs. I think the Celtics are playing really well right now. So if if this week you get the Heat, then you get the Pistons, and then you get the Kings, and then you get the Seventy Sixes, that's got to be a four in a week. You got to win six out of the uh, seven out of the last eight. This is this but is see, the this run. Is, this is the thing with the Celtics, though, because now I'm starting to look at teams with the. I mean, it's been a while. I've been looking at the, these certain teams that have the strong big men. The guys are going to make an impact in the paint, whether that's on the defensive standpoint or on offense. And I feel like those are the teams that Celtics are going to tend to struggle against. But so Boogie Cousins always out of gets those, kicked out. Well, out of those games, though, I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Sacramento a bit because, just because of him. But I'm also I'm looking at. I'm looking at um, especially if Marcus Smart is guarding him. Yeah, I don't think Boogie Cousins has finished a game against the Celtics in a while. What the hell is it? Drummond, Heat, Whiteside, Drummond. Yes, I'm looking at Demarcus Cousins and the Kings, but also you can't forget about the Heat. I mean, Hassan Whiteside is going to have himself a night against the Celtics. Well, That's Drummond. a given. And He's going to grab 20 rebounds. Yeah, Drummond would too. But like after seeing that last game against the Pistons, I mean, who else is going to? And it's not just about Drummond, and it's not just about. Obviously, about white side, we're talking about the Heat because the Heat also have a better team overall than the. Well, I don't even know. No, I will. The I Pistons will, and the Heat are sort of the, they're yeah. sort of in the same boat, right? I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna go on top of that. Is out it, of those two teams, I think they're gonna lose. Maybe one of those teams, not both, but one of those teams. They will. The Celtics will play three of the best big men in in the league. On, let's just be frank, not good teams, right? Yes. The Celtics are usually, weirdly enough. Pretty good against bad teams with good big men. It's when you add a good big man on a good team that they find that they that they struggle. Look at look at the. the so Pel- I think this was the four in a week. Yeah, four in a week. Look at the Pelicans. Look at the Pelicans though. Anthony Davis didn't have that great of a game against yeah, the Celtics, true. but he did hit key free throws at the end of the game. That's pretty much that. That well, kind of, that kind of sealed their fate. I think the Pelicans game was when the Celtics were really playing some of the worst basketball of of the year. They didn't have horses. It was still, win- it was still a winnable game, though. That's my point. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, I mean, I would say that even if you look at the Pistons game last week, the Celtics dominated that game. They they It was a close game, but they dominated that game. What about Minnesota, though? They, well, they, Minnesota? They, out of the another, 48 minutes, they probably played a good 10 minutes to win that game. But another great big man on a bad team. I feel like the Celtics can, Yeah, but for three quarters, it was all Minnesota that game. But the Celtics can handle those situations, I feel. Like, however they handle them, they can handle them. It's when there's a good big man on a good team that we have troubles with, like Kevin Love. Like, 
Lamarcus Aldridge or uh, mm. uh, Kawhi Leonard. Mm. I mean, I call Kawhi Leonard a big man because he does all the big man stuff. Yeah, he does. He does everything. Not David Lee. Kevin Durant, Durant, Draymond Green, those type of players that are just there to dominate the boards. And then you know the Celtics can't just play a certain way to limit the big man. You know what I mean? Like the right. Celtics. Uh, Stevens has a plan for these teams, these bad teams. Who's the point guard on the Kings right now? Uh, Darren Collison. Okay, great. <laughs> the, the skeleton actually, of actually, Darren no, Collison. It's, uh, well, he's the two. It's it's Ty Lawson, which I don't know doesn't make it much better. <laughs> but I'm just you know. even worse. <laughs> but then you look at it. Who's the yeah, who's the point, point guard? At this point, the two are interchangeable. Who's the point guard on the uh, on the Heat? Uh, is Dragic back? No, Dragic ain't back. He's still it's out, Tyler right? Johnson. Oof. Yeah. Hey, he made forty. He made fifty mil this past summer. Who's the point guard on the Pistons? Starting two because Jackson's out. Is Smith? All I'm saying, bro, <laughs> is the Celtics will be able to game okay. plan against these right. three big men that are coming in. Yes, we have a problem rebounding. Yes, we have a problem guarding down low. But these teams are bad teams. All right, well, if they yes, do they go four, if they do go four and zero, oh, then it won't be up for debate. This team has turned a quarter because that would mean that they've won seven, seven out of the last eight. eight. Which That's is turning the corner, in which my is, opinion. Which is what. I, I thought after we beat the beat the Pistons last week, I thought that this is going to be a run. You got the whole squad back. The Spurs game, I think we all could chalk up as an acceptable loss, except when we went up by fourteen in the first quarter. Mm. Oh, Jesus, that was that was painful. But when we lost that game because of that mishap, which by the way was one hundred percent Isaiah Thomas's fault. I know we talked about it earlier. Yeah, you think so? One hundred percent, because Marcus Smart was looking. To 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 Isaiah to say where are you? Do I have to cover this dude mm, or no? Because yeah. that's Isaiah. What side dude. are you on? Yes. So I don't have and to, Isaiah yeah. just wavered, and then it was, and then mm. way too way too late for Patty Mills to nail that three. Well, it makes sense because if Isaiah Thomas is taking the blame, then he's he's definitely he's being blame. honest. Yeah, yeah he's not he's not trying to Isaiah he's not trying to cover Marcus. Yeah, right. he's not trying to cover Marcus. <laughs> he ain't that dude. What about what about the the fact that the Celtics, other than the Bulls, they haven't been any. Teams that are above five hundred. Um, well, I like I, yeah. I I actually like that because yeah. that means they're beating the teams they need to beat. But well, that's what, what I'm saying. Team, we talk about this teams, week, though. But what teams have they lost to? All these to? teams they're supposed to beat. What are the What are the teams that they lost to that are over five hundred? The Warriors and the Spurs. And Cleveland and Cleveland. Uh, well, hello, I understand, no, I understand that. I understand that. But those, <laughs> I understand. Those that. are the three best teams I in the get NBA. It. I get it. I get it. But like, but this whole turning the corner thing. Say they do go four and all this week. Have they, they looked? Have, have been, they looked better with Jay Crowder and Al Horford in the line? Okay, but they've only been tested yeah. once with San Antonio. But have they looked better with Jay Crowder and Al? They have. I'm not saying they haven't, but I'm waiting for the Celtics to beat Toronto. I'm waiting for the Celtics to beat. Uh, well, you might get that night. chance in a couple of weeks because yeah, they're going to play. Wait till the next podcast, man. Celtics, I'll give you want, a look ahead next. I want podcast. the Celtics to beat like the Clippers. I want teams to beat. I want the Celtics to beat like you playoff legit teams. Play who's on your schedule. I get it, but I'm just saying. I'm just stating that. I, I, and I, that's an interesting point, but if there was like a Toronto thrown in there, or like a Charlotte thrown in there, they, wait, Charlotte's over five hundred, right? Yeah, Charlotte's coming next. No, we beat Charlotte already. No, that was. You think about the preseason? No, that <laughs> yeah, was the pre-season. third game no, of the year. No, that was preseason. Yeah, yeah, we beat Charlotte after the Bulls game. They but they played the Hornets twice. No, he's right. He's right. But they weren't. That was the third game. Oh of the season. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 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 They weren't. A, they're not under over five hundred. Yeah. At that, are they over five hundred now? Yo, all I'm saying is that Jay Crowder, Al Horford makes a big difference. To a answer, big difference. To answer your question, they're one game over 500. 
Is that over 500 or under 500? But they weren't or 500. 500. They weren't 500 when they played them. Oh, so now they were under 500. Oh, so a rolling scale, huh? All right. Yo, thanks for the you know, Resident we'll Suns fan, Timothy Two, for coming through. It was nice speaking my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Tunis, everyone. Timmy. Run the sports. All right, later, man. And that's Sean Dutra's. When you look ahead. All right, let's wrap this thing up, man. In case you missed it. Joel, what did we miss? In case you missed it. Over uh, the Thanksgiving uh, day off that the Celtics had and the rest of the NBA, but, you know. I always, I, I don't know why, but I feel like back then, back in the day, Celtics, well, not the Celtics, but the NBA always had like a game or two on Thanksgiving. Is that just me or is I'm thinking nah, of that's Christmas, no? bro. No, but Christmas is like game six games. Like six games. No, I think no, uh, I like a while they, ago they used to, but now not. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there was like one or two because it always fell on a Thursday and TNT, you know, they do their yeah. thing. Yeah, you know what? You may be right, but yeah. to this weekend. Just two. It was always at least, at least two. Last like, week, they had the Thanksgiving sandwich with every team playing. On Wednesday, and every single team playing on Friday, on Friday yeah. which is messed up because it is. No one gets I didn't want to watch that Sunday night football. I mean, that Thursday night football game that was awful. Yeah. Andrew Luck's in concussion protocol with Al Horford's ghost. Maybe that's why, because they they do they do Thanksgiving games for the NFL like a lot more than they used to. So maybe um, the NBA doesn't want to compete with the NFL. On the I don't know. Day. I don't know. I feel like the the NFL games this year were awesome, but that night game, damn it. <laughs> you kidding me? You couldn't flex it when you know Andrew Luck was going to have a concussion? Well, like, speaking of uh, well, Thanksgiving, um, guess where the Celtics spent their Thanksgiving? Brookline. Brookline. <laughs> well, maybe, because I don't know where Jay Crowder lives, but they, <laughs> they spent Thanksgiving. The whole team spent it at the Crowder oh, residence. Oh, the, the Crowder house. Team, the entire team. Oh, man. Yep. I would love to go to the Crowder house someday. I feel like it's a good, good party. Good party. Yeah, I think Jay Crowder really does get it in you know, when it comes to like partying. Well, to me, I feel like Jay Crowder is the type of type of guy who brings a party. You know, he has everyone come to his place, and that's where the party's at. Yeah. You know? I don't know if uh, Jay Crowder's type of guy to go out and sort of know, like but, but make it rain studios, in the club or somewhere. He like hosts. You know? He like hosts like a, a party at somewhere. Right. Because I've, yeah, I've yeah. seen that around. Crowder's got to be the host. He's got to. Yeah, yeah. He's that dude that like just comes is, to like Crowder's like birthday bag. He's calling the shots. Yeah. Right. Man. Crowd is like, no, you're playing that mannequin challenge song right now. <laughs> Binge drinking. <laughs> that like, crowd is, is a real crowd pleaser. That girl is a real crowd pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he does. That's what he. You know he does that. Yeah, you're right. He probably does. Uh, in case you missed it, happy birthday to uh, Avery Bradley, who turned 26 on Saturday. A.B. And he's still the youngest Celtic in that starting lineup. Damn dude, is 25 not. years old. <laughs> happy 25th birthday, 26. right? 26. 26. Did I say 26? You said 25th. Birthday. I know people's ages, man. I'm not stupid. So, happy birthday to A.B. <laughs> I know no one's age. From all I don't of even us know here my on age. Causeway Street. I have no clue how old my girlfriend is either. Don't say that. Oh, she's just flipping you off. Damn. <laughs> she's 40. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Minus 20. <laughs> go under. Always, wait, always wait. go under. Is this all, this, this, I thought I was wait, going under. Are you talking about the whole Dominican thing? With yeah, the, I'm oh, talking about man. the Dominican birth She's not a baseball player, bro. If Paula was a baseball player, she'd be 18 right now. <laughs> I would hope so. Well, she's not 18. No, I'm saying if she was. If she was player. a baseball player. She's, he's she, saying on she's paper. She's 27. She'd be 18. Young, yeah, it's always younger on paper. That's what he's saying. 
Don't even worry how old Hanley Ramirez actually is. Well, I think Ortiz is like 45. Uh, but Ortiz, yeah, Ortiz is definitely damn near 50. <laughs> Messed up, man. His still, first, he was still balling, though. I'm just saying that's even more. Hey, that, is, that makes it even more yeah, of an accomplishment. This is a, this is a prospect thing, you know. They, they try to. Uh, Squeeze a few years out of contracts. So when people kept asking why he's going to retire, because he, why do you think he, Danny Almonte was waiting. a big scandal? No, but you were waiting for him to be like, because I'm almost damn near fifty. That's why I'm retiring. <laughs> you know my ankle. I got my goddamn Achilles heels yelping at me every day. I'm like fifty years old, guy. I'm as old as you. Ask me these questions, all right? Shout out to Big Poppy because his birthday was actually last week. Yo, I at heard, least on paper it was. I heard Big Poppy's got a cigar now sold in the states. Yeah, man. Good I need states. to get that. Do it up. In case you missed it, Kevin Love. What did he do? Thirty-four points in one quarter, yes. including eight three-pointers. Oh. Pulled the Clay Thompson. Was off by only three points for Clay Thompson for like the record and the, the most in NBA history in, in one quarter. But really, Kevin Love out of all people. Kevin Love has found his identity, man. I mean, man, I'm, I. It's like what I was saying last week in, in, in the last episode about how all these teams, a lot of these guys, of course, like the Celtics, we always talk about them, how they're trying to find their identity. The Cavaliers have found their identity, and they're the most cohesive team in the NBA, in my opinion. Everyone knows their role. Everyone knows what they need to do. And Kevin Love is the brightest spot in terms of all those guys who who found their role because this guy has been trying to find his identity for years. Kevin, the Love. last two years, he has been the most like he struggles so hard to find who he is in the NBA. Kevin Love outscored. How can you deny that? I all I know is that Kevin Love was an amazing basketball player. He was and he still is but the Before problem is... Before LeBron James! When he got, exactly. Not everyone can adapt to LeBron James. It took him so long to find himself. Are you okay with him yeah. being like this now? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I be? I'm not. What do you want him to be like? You want him to get more shots than LeBron and top LeBron? I want Kevin Love to be Kevin Love again. No, he I, is not, being Kevin Love again. He's not the number one option anymore. I understand that because of LeBron James. Okay, so he can't be the same Kevin Love that he was in Minnesota because it doesn't the team doesn't call for it. It should. I don't I think they're fine the way they are actually. Yeah, they're doing pretty good. It's all about the team. Kevin Love at this point is all about the team. Not about him. Is an amazing basketball player. And LeBron James ruined him. He ruined him. Well, maybe he'll get back on track this year. Well, I don't think so. How do you Whoa, know? With the way that they the like to wrest LeBron James all of a sudden, ever since I yeah. drafted him in my fantasy, we're probably going to see some more uh, nights like this from, from Kevin Love. Maybe if, not in all one in, in one quarter, but if LeBron, so trade, you should trade for him. Try to see who has Kevin, <laughs> trade Love. For Kevin Love. I would, I would say this. I would say this. Let's monitor this. Let's do this as a podcast. The games that LeBron James does not play. Let's see Kevin Love's stats during those games. Okay. Because I think those games, he will easily average 25 and 15. Because they need him to do it because LeBron Because got he's a great basketball player, and he's stuck in Cleveland trying to be a role player to win LeBron James championships. Guess what, Kevin Love? You can win your own championships. You don't need to win LeBron James championships. I don't think you can. You can win your own championships. Nah, he can't win his own championships. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. let me ask you this. Is he better than Chris Bosh during his, his like LeBron heat years? I will, I will ask you a question. No, answer my question first. As a question. What if the Heat were constructed right now with a healthy Kevin Bosch? I just said Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> a healthy. Time out. 
What if the Heat were constructed right now with Kevin Love and Chris Bosh, with Goran Dragic, okay, with Hassan Whiteside? I don't know how they'd be able to afford all those guys, and now you just do Hassan Whiteside as well. Just saying, I don't, I don't care. You could put, you could put Chris Bosh and Kevin Love on the same team. That team's not going to the final. I, I don't know. I, I see what you're trying to say. You're saying if if Kevin Love they're the number both one option, great players. Could he could he bring the team to a if, championship? If or to Kevin a final. Love and Chris Bosh are one A and one B on a team that is like, I don't I don't know I don't know. put them on the Charlotte Bobcat Bobcats yeah put them on the Bobcats invent the team that was the Bobcats and put them on there. I, don't know, I just think All right, let's Kevin see, Love. Let's see how he Kevin does Love when LeBron's not playing. Okay, Chris Bosh right now, you can't talk shit because he's got blood clots and shit, but which sucks. But at even with Kevin Okay, Kevin, Kevin Love playing the way he is right now, Kevin and Love Chris Bosh playing Kevin the way Love he average, was. He can average those points like you want all the stats that you want him to average before he went to Cleveland, but does, does Cleveland win? That's Do you remember Chris Bosh on the Toronto Raptors? I do. Do you remember Kevin Love on the uh Timberwolves? Yes. Kevin Love was a better player in my opinion. It's tough. I'm just saying, right. both of them can average 25 and 12 a game, and the in the NBA. So if you put something around them, I'm just saying they got they got they got some balls. Well, Kevin Love, in this particular game against the Trailblazers, he outscored them 34 to 31 in the first quarter. Oh, all right. Next, in case you missed it. In case you missed it. Speaking of the Cleveland Cavaliers, more Cavs. More Cavs talk on Wednesday night. The uh, the Cavs went back to back games for the first time in NBA history with 20 or more three-point, three-pointers made. Alright, let's do it. Is, are the Cavs a bitch? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm I mean, telling you, man, these guys are in stride right now. now the, uh, uh, let's, let's actually talk about that. Are, are the Cavs the team to beat right now? Yeah. With Kevin Durant and the Warriors? Yeah, because they haven't played the Cavs yet in the, I know in the, in the Tunis, finals. <laughs> Tunis was talking all about the Cavs are the second best team in the NBA. And he's a West Coast guy. But I mean, Cavs beat the Warriors last year in the finals. Well, are the Cavs the team to beat this year? Cleveland hasn't been blown out by 20 points twice like the Warriors have been. I know. I'm sort of saying yeah. You think? I don't... I, I, I don't know. It's a... It's a, it's a Coin toss. I mean, I'm they're so, both. I'm sort of saying yeah. Obviously, like you're. I mean, the only saying. difference is the Cavs. They're not. They're not doing the ten game winning streak thing. They're not blowing teams out the way. I mean, they are blowing teams out, but. Well, I think they started off nine and zero. Yeah, they got out to a quicker start than the than the Warriors. But man, that Christmas Day game's gonna be. It's gonna be a classic. <laughs> Christmas yeah. Day game. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Subs playing on Christmas too. Yeah. Yes, for the first time Guess in a long super time. Team. It's that the Knickerbockers. The Mike doing the time to look ahead right now. Oh yeah. All right. Time to bell until later on. No, in case you missed it. Um, right. Speaking of three point records, the Houston Rockets set a three point record on Friday night against the Kings in a one seventeen one hundred four loss by attempting fifty three pointers. <laughs> fifty. Damn. Fifty. And they hit. How 20, many shots they did hit, they take? They hit twenty one. No, they, they attempted 50 and made 21 of them. How many actual shots did they take? That's not bad. 21 actual shots. Actual shots. No, it's not bad. They won the game. But, I mean, damn. <laughs> 53 pointers? Yeah, I think I think half. I'm just, I'm not. Who coaches that team? 
San Antonio does. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shocker, right? Not shocked. I'm shocked. So, you know, they, they barely beat the Kings, so that's why I don't think Houston's going to be one of those teams. May I say something about the Rockets? Sure. Is Harden an MVP candidate? Yes. Yeah, right yeah, now. He right now he is. Yeah. I think he's yeah. one of the top two MVP. Candidates. Well, he just, he just, he just in that game he recorded his fourth triple double of the season. I'm saying, I'm saying, could him you, and him and Westbrook are going yo, back and forth with triple doubles every day. Imagine if, the, if the Thunder just sold short on Durant and they just said we want to keep Westbrook and Harden. Yeah. That team would triple. They would, but they wanted to invest in Ibaka, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it all comes down to. Ibaka's fighting for minutes on the Magic. They wanted to invest in Ibaka and Perkins. They gave him a good oh, four-year chunk of change. Deal. Yo, Perk, you know Perk's smiling that, out there when he sees those triple-doubles by Harden. He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, thank you that for money, the money. That money came my way. <laughs> big Perk! In other big, words, somebody fucked up. Yeah, big somebody Perk's over up. there like, uh, yeah, you know my baby's getting some new shoes, James! Speaking of Houston, in case you missed it. Well, it's not in case you missed it. It's more of like a, uh, uh, you a what's coming up kind of thing. Like, like kind of looking ahead. Causeway Street is going on the road what? with the Celtics. For the first what? time. For the first ah, time. Ah, ah. When the Celtics take on the Houston Rockets on December 5th? 5th, yeah. The Monday game. <laughs> I thought you would have had that queued up already. My bad. <laughs> yes, you just kind of threw it at me real quick and I forgot to mention that we won't be able to do a podcast between now and then. Oh. So... Wait, what's going on? Look, for, look for Causeway Street on the road. Going to be in Houston. We have pictures, sounds, video. Follow us on Snapchat. No, just take the seats. Take, take the stuff down there. Yo, no, man. You got you to you 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 host a podcast. You're going to call us up, man. We're going to do it. Do it like yeah. I'm going to get Tunis to fill in for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tunis is down. I'm going to get Tunis and Stu. And we're doing the podcast. Hey, do whatever you want, man. Give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll do a segment. You guys can do you know, look out do for your that. own thing. You nah, guys can do your own wait, thing. Why are you guys leaving me? What the fuck's going on? You guys moving to Houston? What the hell's going nah, on? Just there? for that weekend. Buying a house down there? No. Huh? Absolutely not. Cost of living is pretty low down there. It is. You can probably buy a house for like $400,000. <laughs> can you buy me a house? Yeah, we'll do that. For you. Right, we'll, look, we'll look for a house for you down there. Buy me one near James Harden. Okay. I want to see how many Sean's times always recruiting. I can ask him to come and sell. Oh, well. I, well, would, I would drive a hoverboard right next to him. Hmm. Okay. Well, in case you missed it, that's not the last. In case you missed it, Damn. that's not. That's not one more. Yeah. Uh, this one's gonna be serious, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna be like, guess who died? <laughs> He's right. No, guess who passed away? No. And I, I usually don't get excited when people pass away, but Jesus Christ! All right, settle down, Sway. In case you missed it, Fidel Castro passed away over the weekend. Do I care? 90, 90 years old, finally. <laughs> That's so the way. <laughs> I, I thought I'd bring it up, you know, because it's... All right. Passed <laughs> away on the island of Cuba. <laughs> oh, really? Passed away on Cuba? I didn't see that one coming. The island of Cuba, man. That's the way. Some, cons- <laughs> some conspiracy theorists will say that he's been he's been dead for a while. I thought he was dead five years ago. No. He's been dead. He's, he just died. Also, Ilian Gonzalez is finally smiling for the first time. He's coming back. <laughs> Coming back. back, coming back to the states. He's coming back, coming back to the states. No shit. No, he's not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's like thirty-five now. <laughs> he's like part of Fidel Castro's cabinet. <laughs> no, I mean with all this oh, stuff that's been man. going on, especially this year with the so uh, random between, between Cuba and U.S. relations. Like, I would like to go on a cruise to Cuba. 
This show's gotten well, way more political than well, I mean, ever get. The U.S. flag. They're filming down there. You know, video. A lot of uh, movies are being filmed on Cuba for the first time when from Hollywood. The, when is the NFL going to have a football game in Cuba? That's that's probably next. That's probably next. Roger Goodell's going to go down there and be like, yeah. you know what? I you know love what? Getting you know what? Tan. The NBA could probably probably have a game down there. Nah, fuck that. You don't want to deal with that. Why not? Base baseball. Baseball. That's first. That actually happened this year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it already happened. So I feel like I just I just find I just bring that up. Alright. Well thanks. Shout out to all Joel. the Cubans listen to us. I love Cubans. I love Cubans. I like Fidel Castro, but I don't I That's don't what I'm saying a lot of Cubans are celebrating. I know. Still. Little Havana, I saw them. It's crazy. I saw them in Miami. They Little Havana was on the news today and they were like just repping Cuban flags like going crazy like they just won the World Cup. Yeah. I'm like, didn't the guy die? Alright, he died. Alright, Fidel Castro, he is a bad dude, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, alright, he's a bad dude. Yeah. Um, this in case you missed it is brought to you by <laughs> CLNS Radio. Why did we go there? Download. <laughs> why I've did been we, saying that this whole time. Why did we go to Cuba? Cuba. This in case you missed it is brought to you by CLNS Radio. Make sure to download their app on app. your iPhone iPhone. and Android Droid. for the best Boston sports coverage on the internet. Download CLNS Radio app, app where you can hear topics about the Celtics, the Red Sox, the Bruins, and the Patriots. Yeah, Sean, that's not that's not annoying. You can, also, you can also hear, you can also hear the Causeway Street podcast on this app. And that's it for in case you missed it. All right, flawless. guys. Thanks to Tim Tunis for stopping in. NBA sports writer for sportsblog.com. Check out his stuff, man. Uh, he also talks about other, he writes about everything in college basketball, NBA. Uh, rowdy ass Tunis. He gets everything. <laughs> yeah, rowdy ass Tunis. Check he out makes, his opinions. He's uh, but he's good. Very insightful with his uh, basketball knowledge. So guys, go check that out. That's uh, sportsblog.com. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. All at Causeway Street. Visit our homepage, CausewayStreetBlog.com, and like us on Facebook. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud. We ain't got nothing else we missed. That's it, man. It's, it's, I think Fidel Castro's death pretty much caps off everything that happened well, this past week. <laughs> Trump selected Castro died. I don't know what else to talk about, man. That's the kind By of year. It's been. It 2016 has been Pablo one Escobar crazy. is actually still alive. All right, guys, we're out of here. All right, until next week. Until next time. Hi, right, man. Later. <laughs>